tuned in to the Catholic Avengers with Jeff Kassab and Pilaris Haki, brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center. Well, welcome, guys, to another episode of the Catholic Avengers Men's Podcast. This is uh, Pilar Ishaki, my co-host, Jeff Kassab. Jeff, Pilar, I miss you. I really do. I have to say, for the first time in this show, I'm telling the truth. I know. I miss it's you. Just, yeah. You usually tell the truth about other things, but when yeah. you say nice things about me, the audience yeah. knows you're lying. <laughs> but today, I feel genuine. I feel like you did. I missed you. I really do. I, so I, it's, I do it's been you. a hell of a couple of months, I really. Know. We missed all of November. I know. Because uh, we're really just bad at this, essentially. Well, bad at this. <laughs> we there's so many on. things going on. The, the pandemic, the lockdown, oh this gosh. and that. And, you know. Well, I had a baby. I you, did. You did, or well, your Lori? Okay. Lori did. I was in the room. Yeah. Essentially, that should count. I feel like man. that should count for something. How is she doing? She's so beautiful. Lori's been sending us pictures of her. Don't talk about my wife like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about the baby? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the baby. <laughs> my yes. wife is beautiful too. Uh, but uh, the baby's doing great. Everybody's doing awesome. Laura's a champ. So we got. So so we all. Now, she looks just like uh, Joey. Joe, the baby? Yeah. See, she's got red hair. I guess so. Uh, she looked to me when I see her. I see Joey, man. Yeah. Well, I see the little little Hulk. Maybe when we put this video on YouTube, we'll flash. We'll flash some photos of the yeah. girls. You can't see. It's an audio podcast. You feel it's going on. But uh, we we had the baby. I had it brought her home. She was born November fifth. Uh, everything perfect. You know, Laura was a champ. God Did bless everything her. natural. Just a beast. Love that woman. And then we get home the next day. I got COVID. Wow. They got me. The Rona got me. It found me. Unbelievable. Can't stay away. So so straight five days of quarantine. You know, you baby at home. I know. That the was kids tough. really worried. Yeah. So I told Laura, I said, you know, and Laura's recovering. Yeah. And here I am. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta quarantine. And she understood, obviously, with everything going on. I quarantined five days. And uh on day five, Laura came down with corona. Oh my gosh. Laura got it. So it got it. It ran We're through the house. We're praying for you guys a lot. I well, I, thank you, man. And it helped. Like We had a lot of people praying for us. A lot of people bringing us dinner. But yeah. we just, you really don't know how blessed you are to have people <laughs> in your life like that until you go through something like that. But all, all, all things considered, we're, we're back. We're through it. We're normal. Here's the biggest silver lining. What's the it? biggest silver lining of me getting COVID. Five straight days of sitting on the couch watching Avenger movies. Man. I finally I watched. I can't wait to. Did, what did you? I mean, what did, first of all, what did you think of them? Okay. They're a little cheesy. I'm not gonna lie, but I, I mean, they're just a li- they're comic book movies. Yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's no moral story. I mean, it's not, not like, supposed to be. I know, man. but like you can. They're like, here's the thing: when you watch one every like nine months when they come out, I can see why that's really exciting. Yeah, bro, you watch five in a row, <laughs> back to back to back. You know, there's 19 total. I do. Well, yeah. here, so so like, I was really I, the first one. What I want to watch? Well, so first of all, I googled what order should I watch this in? <laughs> okay, so I, why don't you just text me and say what order should I watch? I didn't. Re- I, if I'm being totally honest. I didn't yeah. want to give you the that 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 benefit. I didn't even know you were yeah. watching until after, man. You told me. I, I knew you'd be stu- I did, you'd be overly excited. You'd give me way too much advice. I just wanted to enjoy it. So I started watching them, when, but then I was I got through like Iron Man. Like that said, that's the first one to watch. And I was like, I want to watch the Hulk. I want to see my co-host. How yeah. this happen? Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Nothing on Disney Plus. Really? Now, I don't know if it's because it's an older. Is that like one of the first ones that came out? Isn't there like an uh, the, Ed Norton there, version? There's, yeah, there's two of them. And I mean, one came out, you know, in the early 2000s, and the other one came out a few years later. So, you know, um, plus, I don't know, maybe Disney just has something against green people. I or, guess. You know, or <laughs> just Disney. strong scientists. Disney. We should cancel Disney know. with their green people <laughs> racism. I can't stand them. So I didn't get to watch the Hulk, but I okay. did. So when I watched the Avengers, like when they started all coming together, yeah. the Hulk was there. Yeah, of course. So obviously I got the, whatever the science experiment got wrong. I got the backstory. Yeah, yeah. The gamma radiation the, and all you. that. Thank you, all the right. gamma radiation. I'm sorry. I'm not. I just, yeah. But now it makes sense why I'm Iron Man. 
and yes, why you're right? the Hulk. I told you that. Oh my gosh, Jeff. I know. I'm way smarter than you. Like, well, I mean, like, just as, look, I didn't know the Hulk was that smart either. He's, if I'm being totally honest, he, I mean, he's a scientist, he's a genius. This is all news to me. He's a professor, this he's is all a doctor. News to me. He's, yeah, I, I'm a little bit cocky. You're just rich. I'm very rich. Yeah, that's I'm all. very rich. That's yeah, all. the womanizing thing is a little out of out of touch for me. If I'm going to be honest, but the rest of it was pretty accurate. And the Jarvis thing, spot on. Yeah, Jarvis totally spot on. Is, Jar, you know, Jarvis makes you. Well, Jarvis becomes his own. It's like, guy. It's, like it's like Laura makes you as 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 a man. Yeah, I mean, there's overall. That's fair. That's and Jarvis fair. makes you as a as a a Marvel guy. So you know. And the Hulk, what a teddy bear this guy. He is. He really is. Jeff, he, has a, he has a big heart. It really is. Even you. when he's big and strong and angry, all he needs is some tender, loving care. That's it. And he just he flips. What do you mean? One compliment. This guy blushes yeah. like a little baby. <laughs> and it's like I'm sitting there looking at you on the big screen. It's awesome. Man, this, uh, you know what? I wish you'd stay way more often. These are the most compliments you've given me I, in a long time. Believe man, me, we're, gonna, we're, we're recording the next one in three weeks. I'm going to hate you by that again. Oh, my right God. Right now, enjoy it. We're four minutes into the podcast. This, this is, is as gushy as it gets. Right? I mean, I just, but listen, there's one thing we can never forget. Right? How amazing Iron Man I, I am? Uh, no? Well, okay, else? I give Don't you that. Forget. Iron Don't Man forget. is, you know, he's pretty cool. <laughs> what else? But the Hulk can oh, punch <laughs> through reality. <laughs> Don't ever forget that. You got me off guard. The Hulk, the Hulk, it's a fact. It is. He can punch through reality. And we have also. I mean, can you believe that? No, because I don't know what it means. (laughs) How do you believe it? I have no idea what it means. Well, you know, at the seminary, I'm studying philosophy, so I'm hoping that. This whole punching through reality it comes together. Will, will come together. You yeah. know, I have a I lot of know. questions. There's a lot of unanswered questions. We need a whole another podcast for answering. But how does the, the the Captain America guy? Not Captain America. Sorry, but the guy, his friend. He, okay, so in the beginning, Listen, they show. So, so first of all, you see why Delon's Captain America. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah right. right? He's, he's, the bro's got nothing. Irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> irrelevant. irrelevant. He's just Captain America by name. He's a little strong and he's got a shield. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. But he was but, the first. But he comes through in the in the last the last one. You'll see. Like he he comes through, man. I yeah, yeah. I, I, by that point I was yeah. like, I've watched this. I've watched the same movie five times in a row. Yeah. They, they just Thor, kind of you know, Joe, Stefan, Thor is cool. Yeah, I get it. He's, the hammer is crazy. He's kind of like from another planet, though, he, Joe. He, he, so he, that yeah. that does that does kind of line up a little bit. <laughs> but like they they show Tony Stark, and we're we're a little over on our on our Avengers talk here. But I got a lot to catch up. They show Tony Stark, and he can't get the suit. Like when he first gets it, it's taking him forever. Now he made the suit. Yeah. But then his friend shows up. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, and he's Brody. He, he just he pops into a suit and he's flying all over the place. Yeah. Doesn't it didn't make any sense? A lot of open answered unanswered questions. Yeah, but you have to watch all of them to understand yes. it. You know, you got to watch them. You got to watch Captain America. You got to watch. You got to watch them all. I I need more. You know what I need? I need to get COVID again. No, no, you don't. <laughs> I hope you watched him with Ben. No, I, I wouldn't let him in the room. Oh. Well, I was quarantining. Oh, that's right. So we'll get it again. That's so geeky watching movies, uh, Marvel movies by yourself in a bedroom. Back to back to back to back. back, to back. <laughs> Anyway, right. I digress. What's our topic today, sir? Our topic today is God's will. God's will. How, you know how God's in control. Yes, I think that's so important in the time we're going in. But let's start with the opening quote, and Please. we can also call this our opening prayer. And it's our opening Bishop Fulton Sheen. Oh quote. my gosh! I mean, I, can we just can we just change the segment? I I, I don't know. He's I, got enough. Listen, whatever I pull up, I mean, look, looking for the quote for the podcast. Yeah. And for some reason, his just pop up. They stand out, and they're so relevant for the best in today. We're gonna change the type. The type that's it's a it's a Bishop Fulton Sheen quote section yeah, in our right? podcast. I think that's what it should be. All right, go for it. What's the quote? He says, "Who's going to save our church? It's not our bishops. It's not our priest, and it's not the religious. It's up to you, the people. You have the minds, the eyes, and the ears to save the church. Your mission is to see that priests act like priests. 
your bishops act like bishops and the religious act like religious. Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Wow, so much there. Man. So much there. So, you know, in real, what he's really saying is that, and I think even in, in his time, is that the lay people need to step up. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's not, it, it's our job. It's our church. It's, it's, it's our faith. And if we don't take control of it, you know, there's only so much that bishop, priest, and 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 um, religious uh, life people can do, right? I think people forget that they're yeah. people. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I know as a kid, I looked up to them almost like, wow, like, yeah. like look, they're special in the sense that they've devoted their life to God, they built that relationship with God, and they're there to teach and guide and bring the sacraments to us. Yeah. But they're also just like us. Yeah. They're made of flesh. They struggle with the same things we struggle yeah. with. I mean, have you ever like asked a priest like his schedule for the day? I mean, they're all so. Besides Father Pierre, he, I don't know what he does. He does like you know one. He does? he does one mass a week and the rest of the week. No, I, I don't know. I'll tell you know. what he does the rest of the week. Yeah. He walks around telling people how busy he is. That's it. He's so busy telling yeah. people how busy he is. Father Pierre, yeah, Jeff, Father Pierre, can I call you? I'm very busy, Jeff. He doesn't. Very, very busy. He didn't even answer me. He's the next busy. day is like I'm free from you know three to five. You have from three fifteen to three twenty three. He, yeah, Go. he actually put time. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what he did. Yeah. So, so they're very, you know, very busy people. I, I love very him, important. though. He's a you know, humble guy. He's our best friend. Uh-huh, you're not related to the guy. But really, most of the priests and the majority of them, they're scheduled, packed yeah. appointments. Yeah. They have me with this guy. They got to you know, visit the sick. They got marriage. They got baptisms. And here, they make one little mistake, <gasps> or they might say something that didn't sound right, and the lay people are all over that. Yeah. You know, come on, man. The lay people should have a different role. And yes, we keep the our priests in line. Hey, you know, so, and you know what? Priests are appreciative. After a homily, hey, Father so and so, that's a great homily. Yeah, Father so and so, what did you mean by this? Yeah. I, I misunderstood you. I didn't mean it. You know, they like that. They yeah. they they like criticism, and um, they take most of them take it well. So you know, I think as lay people, we need to really step up and take our church back. In and our I don't hands. mean that in a wrong no. way. I mean, but you know, take take back our church. Take back what the world. What, what have taken from us and they've yeah. taken back they've taken our faith away from no, us no I think the biggest thing I get out of that quote you read is it's on us it's on us essentially like we if we if we outsource our faith to other people we'll have no faith right and I think about people who said like I, man I, I sent my kids to Catholic school you know I really I really had them involved at church but what were you doing at home yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you outsourced your child's formation to a school or to a yeah. catechism class, and then you got all confused when things didn't go as you planned. Right. Yeah. And it's really, I mean, that was a, that's a big lesson for me that I've learned as a parent. Like my child, my child's Catholic formation really starts and almost ends with me. There's people that can influence it, but yeah. that's going to be my biggest job as a parent. Yeah. Can't outsource that. Yeah. So many kids go away to college. You know, they mm-hmm. say, "Well, they come back as an atheist or a Protestant or a Jehovah," and the parents like, "Man, they were in Catholic school all their life." And that's, listen, that's fine, but faith starts at home. Yeah. What did you instill in them? Did you take them to church weekly? Did you pray with them? Did you teach them the catechism? Did you teach them the commandments? Did you the lead beatitude? by example? Did you lead by example? You talk a lot you about it. It's always, it's always so, I, you know, it's, I can tell you're genuine about it because you're, you know, you're phony about most things. No, I'm just <laughs> but you do, you talk about how that Father John Ricardo talking about watching his dad oh. kneel and pray and how much of an impact that made on his life. His dad did nothing. He never said a word to him about I can't it. Get the, I can't get that image out yeah. of my head and it's his dad. And how <laughs> many lives has his father John Ricardo oh touched gosh, because of what his dad's example. Yeah. Not his words, his example. 
Well, just Father John Ricardo's life, because he, he was not always on the right path. No, you know, he was first in, one to tell you. Yeah, he was at U of M. He was going out. He was doing this First and problem, that. U of M. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go green. But, you know, his dad, I mean, you know, just the faith of his dad, yeah. I mean, every night. And, you know, his dad was- um, CEO was of Chrysler. A, CEO of Chrysler, right? Yeah. So he had many meetings and, you know, flying away, but he, and he could stay at hotels, stayed for two, three days, but he flew back every single night. Because he wanted to sleep home with his family. Yeah. And that's just, that's what a testimony. Oh, to that it, is, it, you know? yeah, the testimony, you talk about how big of an important role he had. But yeah. also, you think about it, and this is a great segue into the rest of our topic. You know, I don't know how somebody like that would be able to balance a family life and the career as a CEO. And, he, and if you read about, you know, hearing Father John Ricardo talk about his dad's career, it was like very full of ups and downs. Yeah. But he had his faith. Yeah. He put his hands in God. And that's what got him through it. Lived a very long, happy, balanced life. Yeah. In a way where you know a lot of people who have jobs like that, they're not balanced. Yeah. So you know you put it trust in God's in, hands. Trust in God. You know every it's it's God's will. Everything is in God's hands. And I think that's you know you finally done something right. You let us in, actually into the topic, first, which you never do. First officially yeah. good segue. Yeah, you're saying? Very I good, mean, it very only good. took us uh, what five podcasts <laughs> to get in it. I'm getting better at this. <laughs> Not all of us are theologians like you, Jeff Kassab. Oh my gosh, man. That's but great. but you know this isn't an easy thing. No. Letting God, letting go, and letting God. Right, we've all heard that before. Yeah. Holy cow! You and I have had a lot of personal conversations oh, about this. Um, it is. Uh, I struggle with it myself. I mean, personally, like you know, putting things into God's hands. Yeah. You know, God's in control, and you know, it works for a day, <laughs> but yeah. then you know, you're back to reality. You get back thing, and you know, and I've noticed, especially lately, um, that I've been reading. I told you I've been reading this book called Thirteen Powerful Ways to Pray. Yeah, and been, don't stop talking about it. You love this. Book. Oh, it's yeah. changed my life. Yeah, you talk about it almost as much as Father Beer talks about being busy. <laughs> it's like both which is a lot. <laughs> it's a right? lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can't wait to find the pure listens to this podcast. I know. I hope he is. We get his feedback on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, this this book and what what I've really learned from it is that putting your trust in God, it, it, you can't you can't do it without prayer. Yeah. It just it's impossible. Yeah. So people that say, "Well, I, I can't fully. How do you trust God so much? How do you put all your trust in God?" And I'm like, you know what? Until until three months ago, four months oh, in August, I started reading this book. I wasn't putting my trust in God, but until you learn how to pray or what prayer is or have a consistent prayer life, yeah. you can't trust God. You have no relationship. You have no relationship with him. You cannot trust him. If you're not praying. No, I couldn't agree more. And, yeah. and I think there's a you know, there's been a lot of very big moments in my life as in terms of like my re- my revival with the faith. And um that was that was one where I had the opportunity opportunity when I was really going through some hard times, um, that in my prayer, it was in a prayer. And I wasn't a very strong Catholic at the time, but I was I was praying because I was at a. Are very, you now? I mean, I'm getting. I mean, I I pretend to be for the yeah, podcast okay. sake, anyhow. <laughs> but but in my prayer, I was at the lowest of lows in a time in my life, and there was a lot going on, and I prayed really, you know, a lot more genuinely um, than I probably had before. And in my prayer, I heard the Lord tell me, "Trust me, you're trying to do this by yourself. Let me do this." And one of the, and, and 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 you know, that's a story for another podcast. I might have already shared it, but my life changed that day. Yeah. And and I when I one of the scripture uh, verse you know readings that I read that really hits this home for me it makes me emotional is when you when I watch Peter step off the boat mm-hmm. right yeah and he is so focused on God and he's able to tune all of his fear out he's still fearful but he's yeah. able to tune it out and he's able to walk on water yeah until he's not 
Yeah. Until he starts to doubt, until he hears the wind and he yeah. sees the waves, and he, until freaks he takes out, his his his, his focus off of Jesus. Yeah, and and in and in his falling, he reaches his hand out and says, "Lord, you know, help me." And help what me. does Jesus do? He lifts him up. You know, and another image um, that really has helped me in this is, and this is a very famous image, is the door that Jesus is standing outside of. Yeah. But it's got no doorknob. No, yeah. You got to let him in. You know, and I think a lot of people don't know yeah. that. That's like some of the doors at your house. <laughs> I don't know which way to come in anymore. Well, They're all, the kids are knocking everyone listen, off. After after your kid locks the, their door for the fourth time when they're on the outside, you just start taking doorknobs off of doors. Because <laughs> it's 120 bucks a pop to get a, the locksmith out. And you've got a lot of doors, man. Yeah, man you got they, a lot listen, of doors. They're, they're five and seven. They, they, don't need to be, they don't need locks on the door, all right? They don't need to be Oh, my down. gosh. No, but you're, you're, so, you're so right, Paul. And honestly, I'm, I tell the haram all the time. I'm like, you know what? Your wife's so beautiful. Thank She's so you. amazing. I know. Thank you. Say you. Nice She's so her. lucky to have me. I mean, I'm so <laughs> lucky to have her, man. It's, you know, it's I great. tried not to lie, I tried. <laughs> and I tell her all the time, I'm like, I wish, I wish I could trust in the Lord as much as Pilar does. Wow. And I've t- told her this many times, honestly, he he just has so much faith. Yeah. You know, he just says, give it to the Lord, give it to the Lord. And the Lord always comes through. Yeah. And he does. Every time I put my trust in him, yeah. He's never failed me. No, it, but it's, it's not an easy thing, Jack. It's not. It's scary. It's There's not. so much noise. Yeah. You look back at Peter, step off the boat. There was all the noise and the waves and the fear, and it was all in his face. So you can have your eyes on God, like you said, for a day, yeah. and it's very easy to feel that water coming up to your knees, to yeah. feel to feel that wind blowing in your face. You drawn very fast. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary. But, you know, the, the cheesy trust fall exercise. Yeah. But with God, just fall and let him catch you. Yeah. He won't let you fall. Yeah. He might not bring you, he might not catch you the way you thought yeah. you were going to be caught. Yeah, yeah. But you're not going to. He'll save you. Either he'll, way, he'll save you. Get saved. Right? Yeah. But that's a hard thing to rationalize. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of people, I think, that will, look, as humans, we were really good at rationalizing stuff. Yes. Right? And, you know, one of the things that, that it, that is that I relate to trusting in God is my uh, my tithing, right? Yes, Part, you know, it's you time, talk about it all the time. Yeah. Time, talent, and treasure, right? Yeah. This podcast is a form of you and I tithing. Sure. I mean, I, frankly, I'm probably not because we have too much fun doing it. <laughs> I wouldn't say this is a use of our talents either because we're probably not super talented. We're not, at we're not very many talents. Um, but, so maybe our time. But but I will say that in moments in 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 my life where i i am am struggling to really put my faith in god that's a place where i can say okay you know what god i'm going to put my money where my mouth is i'm going to prove to you and it's i don't think it's the money i think it's the mentality that it forces me to say Give me something you don't have or give me something that you're uncomfortable doing mm-hmm. that's a way of opening that door yeah. of saying god okay I'm proving to you that this is yours. And God can't, you know, God, over and over again in the Gospels, when Jesus heals somebody, what does he say? Your faith has healed you. Yeah, yeah. Right? You got to let that, you got to let God in. And listen, there's times where people don't get healed, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, and, and these are, what we talk about sometimes are, are unanswered, we say they're unanswered prayers, but yeah. they seem unanswered to us. Yeah. But they are, to God, they're answered. They're just answered of course, in a different way. Well, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Yeah. And if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. Oh, there's Jeff, no, no such thing. I wanted two kids. Yeah. <laughs> right? I've got 10. I, know. Right? You know, I had a plan. Didn't work out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, but I'm so much blessed the way this is sure. turned out for me. Yeah. So how do we um, how do we trust God now? Like, what's happening in the world? Cool. Uh, um, there's a few a things lot. going on. There's a lot of what's things going on. Going on I've, right? I've, been, I've been watching Avengers movies. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't noticed. How do we trust God in this? Like, how do we say, well, you know, whether it's the election or the pandemic or what, all this stuff that's going on, crazy things. Yeah. 
And we, how can we say, well, this is God's plan? I mean, how does that how does that fit in? Like, is this God's plan? You know, I yeah. mean, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, God, God, listen, we, you know, we, and this is probably for the theologian to add, yeah. to answer, right? But we, we know as as Christians that the the gates of hell will never prevail against us, right? We, the Lord has, this war is won already. Matthew sixteen eighteen. Right there yeah, you go. The gates, you. gates of hell shall not prevail. Right, but I heard something the other day. Uh, somebody who did a podcast I was listening to, and it was an interesting thing. Um, and, and I think it's related to this topic where he said, think about that the gates of hell will not prevail against you. And then he talks about how the ga- gates are a defensive position. Mm-hmm. Gates aren't attacking anybody. The gates are there, but they'll never prevail against you. So what's that implication? The implication is that we are charging. We're attacking. Yeah. And those gates won't hold us down. Mm-hmm. Those gates will not win. Yeah. Um, so it's on the... On the offense. On the offensive side. Yeah. We are called to action. And wow. Jesus isn't saying, just chill, sit back, I'll come take care of you. Don't worry, they can never hurt you. Yeah. He's saying the the gates of hell will never prevail. You have to attack and you'll win. Yeah. But that takes courage and it takes faith. And especially in a world where you you really are attacked for yeah. you know for trying to attack. Matter of fact, uh, um Captain America sent us that video. Yeah, in the chat. it was the vortex. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> you were just talking about him. Like he, see, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Boy. I shouldn't say I bad things about did. Captain America. No, you really shouldn't. I'm not, just man. saying he has a shield that has nothing to do with him. He got it by accident, basically. <laughs> you know, the guy was the guy's a, the guy's a superhero of the '60s because he's like two inches taller than he was when he went into some machine. I'm, I'm not buying it. If you see him when he's not buffed up, like when he, you know, like he, before he got all pumped up, he's. Yeah. He's like weighs 110 pounds. I know. Well, you yeah. know, to be fair, Delone like weighed 110 pounds like back in the Before day. Before he got married, yeah, he got married. He got a little lazy. Started enjoying a nice uh, beer. Oh my it's god, it's a disaster yeah, now. Yeah, we love you, we love you Captain. <laughs> but I think I think it's not easy right now, Jeff. Yeah. It, there's a, especially there's so much going on, and it's compounding. Yeah. The the the, the pandemic and what's going on with the election, and these things yeah. are tied together, and then you've got just. Every every time you turn on the news, every time you turn on the TV, there's just something else that's depressing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Even even us living in, in this country now, you know, we say this election, so we have, you know, President Elect Biden. You know, yeah. we'll find out. I think December 14th when yeah. the Electoral Colleges actually put the official vote. But look at it. Look at you know the plans that he's doing already, especially. And it seems like so many of his plans are about. You know about about abortion, about switching what Trump did, and yeah. and all these things that are happening, and like we see it, like this is so evil. Mm-hmm. You know, Kamala and and him are the, they say that they are the most top two, are are the top two pro, um, abortions president, vice president we've ever had in history. Yeah. yeah. How how coming on the heels of the most pro life president? Yes. In history. Right. Yeah. No. It's and a- they want to switch everything within the first hundred days. They want to switch all these things. How do we reconcile this? This is such. These are such evil things, yeah. right? Killing a baby in the womb. Yeah. Regardless of the listeners out there and what your position is, killing a baby in the womb is murder. That's what abortion is. And that's is. what the Catholic Church teaches, yeah. and that's what we believe. Yeah. So how is this? How okay is this part of God's God. plan? How is this part of God's plan? Well, right? I think the first thing we have to recognize is not like God. Uh, people always, you know, what's one of the one of the strongest atheist arguments is how can God allow evil? Mm-hmm. Right? If God exists, how is there so much evil in the world? Um, but it's not that it's not that 
it's not that God is uh, is creating this evil. God is is he he's allowing it because he has to see where are where do we stand? Yeah. Where do we stand as as are we for him yeah. or are we against him? Otherwise, if this was all just forced and he didn't allow any bad things to happen yeah. in the world, we'd just be a bunch of robots walking around. Yeah. Right? So this is this is what we call his permissive will. Thank you, right? theologian. Is, you said it better than what, I did. Yeah. This is what we this is his permissive will. This is what he allows, right? I mean, if we go back to the example of, you know, Adam and Eve, like in the garden, right? He told them not to eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge. They can do anything they want, mm-hmm. not to eat of the free fruit of the tree of knowledge, right? They did. They ate it. Was that part of God's plan? No, right? He per, he permitted them. He allowed it to happen. Why? Because he gave them free will. Yeah. Which is free will, which is one of the greatest gifts yeah. that God has given us. Mm-hmm. With a great gift like that, there's also consequences with these kind of gifts, right? The consequences of our actions and what we do with those actions, and we have to be accountable, held accountable for that. So, yes, you know, God doesn't cause evil. Evil does not come from God. He's all good. He's all knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's all love. So good cannot, I mean, no, I'm sorry, bad cannot or evil cannot possibly come from him, but he does allow it. Yeah. You know, it is his permissive will. And, you know, saying, uh, I think it was St. Augustine says, like, in short, right, he says, he wrote that if God permits evil, it's only because he knows he can bring out of that evil a greater good. Yeah. So we can look back on things in history. I mean, I, and again, we're going to, you're going to, we can look back at the Holocaust. We can look back on persecuted Christians. Well, how is that good? Yeah. It's not, mm-hmm. right? But I always said at the time when the pers- uh, Christians were being persecuted in the Middle East, especially in Iraq, you know, beheading Christians and all that, you know, that's evil. But, you know, 20, 30, 50 years from now, even now, the, our next generation is going to grow up and say, look at those, look at their faith. Look at those martyrs. They're a witness, yeah. martyrs to the faith. Yeah. And that's how God can bring good out of evil and a lot of things he brings good out of evil we don't we'll never see in our lifetime maybe we will maybe we won't but he he does bring good out of every single thing yeah and it's something that is not an easy thing to hear when you're feeling the pain of the evil in the world yeah you lose a loved one to cancer you 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 know you you're you're you're, you're done dirty by somebody yeah. right and someone says no there's something good's coming out of this well in that moment that's not an easy thing yeah. to reconcile yeah. but again it's that faith yeah. Right, it's it, those are the winds in your in your face and the and the and the and the waves at your knees crashing. Where are your eyes? Right in those moments, and that's yeah. that's our challenge. That's yeah. our challenge to let God let go and let God. Yeah, not an easy thing to do. It's but not. It's what we're called to do as Christians. It's not. Saint Paul says in Second Corinthians, he says, "I'm content with weakness. I'm content with insults, hardships, persecutions, and constraints, for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, I am strong." Wow. Ah, you hear that in the Beatitudes too, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? I really think St. Paul was the first Avenger. <laughs> so wait, What do you think? Just to be fair, is St. Paul an Avenger? Like he's one of the heroes? Or are we trying to give him one of the Avenger? Like, <laughs> no. I, I'd say... I, like you're, are you, I, you basically called him Captain America, I for the give, record. I will give him an Avenger title. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can give it to him right now, but he was definitely... The, he's definitely our, like... He's definitely not DC. No, he's a, he's a Marvel no, guy. Please, please. He's Marvel. He's fair. Marvel all yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fulton Sheen, he's in there somewhere. We got to give him something too. 
Yeah, for sure. But sitting, I think, in a world right now, Jeff, where the where everything feels like it's on our shoulders. What a year! I know. Are you? Are we all? Can we just be done? I like, know. is twenty twenty done now? Yeah. Uh, I saw a great meme the other day. It said, "All right." 2021. Nobody claims it as their year. We're walking in. Nobody says a word. Don't touch anything. <laughs> it's how I feel. I'm going to go crazy. First person's like, 2021, it's my year. I'm going to go crazy on that person. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, we're ready. But this has been a year of trial. And I will tell you, and you talk about, we just talked about how good comes out of bad. I will tell you, I'm a stronger man yeah. exiting 2020 than I was entering 2020. Yeah. I see the world a little bit differently. I've, I've, I've had to endure things this year, and as, as almost every single person listening to this has had to endure things this year that they haven't had to endure before. And what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there's been lessons that I've learned about my faith in this. Yeah. There were things that I relied on that now that they've been taken away, the ability to go to adoration when I wanted to, the ability to go to mass when I wanted the to. The adoration thing is killing me. I mean, it's, it's, it's killing me. I, I, I'm, I'm craving adoration. Like literally, my soul is, my soul is yearning for it. Yeah. I, I, everywhere chapel, this chapel's closed. This chapel's closed. This chapel's closed. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, what do you do? Nah, I mean, you I, can't I, see. look and look. We're also being forced into corners. I haven't yeah. seen you in six weeks because I, I had to quarantine, I and know. then you know, we had so much going on. It's just nuts. You can't go out and see people anymore. I know. Uh, and so, okay, what has that taught us about ourselves? And yeah. where do we have to really find now? You know what it taught me about myself and my faith? I have to find a way to bring faith into my home yeah. better. Yeah. We've got to pray the rosary as a family more. We've got to read the gospels together more. I cannot rely on my faith being centered around a place outside my home. No. What a lesson for me. Yeah. And I've taken that, I've really taken that to heart. And, yeah. and, and, and also one of the things to give you credit for, since we're being nice to each other today. We are? Change. No. <laughs> Thank goodness. That makes me feel better. We, could, we don't have to be nice. But, you know, you, you and I, we, talk, we email back and forth on show prep and we, you know, that kind of thing. But um, this has been a hard year. Yeah. But every time I got an email from you, your signature What's it say at the bottom? Oh, yeah. What's it say at the bottom? It says, pray, hope, and don't worry. Don't worry. Right? Worry is useless. God will hear your prayers. St. Padre Pio. God's in charge. Yes. Right? You were reminding me without even remembering you reminding yeah. me every time you send me. St. Padre Pio. I know that's your boy. Yeah, yeah. Right? And a lot of people listening have an affinity to that man. And he, what, a, what, an, what an example. Yeah. Pray, hope, don't worry. I, I, matter of fact, I'm, I, I've been even learning. Now uh, I have a class called History of Spirituality, and we're, we have to write a 15, 20-page paper on a saint. So obviously I chose him, and man, I've just learned so much more yeah. about his spirituality. And man, if anybody trusted in God, and you know he was just so tempted by the devil so much, beaten by the devil, you know, been put through persecutions, uh, you know, said so many. He was accused of so many things. I mean, just a humble friar from a little small town in Italy that nobody ever heard of. Yeah. And and this man changed the world and has changed thousands and thousands of people's lives yeah. because he trusted in God. He put his faith all in God. Yeah. And it's amazing. You and know? he's such, such an example. Oh. And, and look, here's the thing that's really hard about being a really strong Catholic. I, like, I joke with, I, you know, like I've, I've made this joke before, like I'm really fat. I, I like, I'd like to be skinnier than I am right yeah. now. I know how. I just got to burn more calories than I consume. It's really not that hard of a formula. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard, right? Say that again. You have to burn, burn more, more calories than I consume. I, just, I need to learn that. Yeah, they just, I'll that. write it down for you later. <laughs> yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you this exercise, right? But it's not an easy thing to do, but everyone knows how. Well, that's being Catholic. That's being a strong Christian. We know what it takes. Have un, unwavering faith in the Lord. Yeah. Know that he has saved you and, and have trust, right? Look, if hard you're... Hard to do. I, I was listening to a homily by Father Joe Krupp, and... 
He made a very great analogy. He said, if you knew that you're going to be king of England, let's say, right? you're living in America, you're going to, you have to get to England to be crowned. And you're the king, right? No, there's nobody higher than you. It doesn't matter what your journey is to get there. Plane, boat, wow. swim. Yeah. You, don't, you don't care. The journey's going to be rough. The journey could be smooth. But most likely, let's say there wasn't planes and you know you had to get to England. But at the end, you're going to receive the crown. You're going to be king. That's a, that's our goal as Catholics. Yeah. Our end is eternal eternal life. Yeah. So our journey is our 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 journey is getting there. It's not an easy road. No, it's not. I, I mean, I really think that that there is a part of suffering that makes us holy. Oh, for sure. Right. Look at the cross. Yeah. I mean, look at the cross. If yeah. the cross doesn't make you holy, yeah. then I don't know what is. And, and, and you know, um, Edith Stein talks about the science of the cross. Wow. Like there's so much behind what she talks about, the love of the cross. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, I and, think, but, but looking at people who suffer and you see, and we all know people who've, you know, died of long, painful diseases. We probably, there's a lot of people listening to this right now. They know somebody who's going through something like that. I know you had a close friend, right? Yeah. Um, there. Today's his birthday. Wow. Yeah. But there's, you see peace in these, in their eyes, you know, especially towards the end. Yeah. There's, there's a holiness that comes with suffering. And you look at a lot of the great saints. <laughs> so yeah. Name me a saint who had a really easy life. Oh. They wouldn't be saints. They wouldn't be saints. Yeah, they wouldn't be saints. And so you talk. We've been talking a lot about how good comes from evil. Yeah, that suffering is the good part. You know, when my friend Steve uh, passed away, and he was going through a lot of suffering, and uh, he was three days in hospice. He was at a home yeah. before he passed away. He went through a lot, so much suffering. But you know, Pilar, he had so much faith. Mm-hmm. He had. He really, even though he suffered, and the first day I went and seen him was Wednesday. And um, I was asking him throughout the night, have you seen Jesus yet? Because I know people, when they come close to death, they, they see the Lord, they see a light. There's some 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 sign of heaven. Yeah. It happens to a lot of people. Yeah. For um, you know, Wednesday, he told me, I asked him three times, and all three times, you know, all he could say was like, no, like barely speaking. Yeah. His eyes are barely open, breathing heavily. So um, uh, Thursday, we went over there around 2 o'clock, and then you know, I asked him two, three times, Steve, have you seen the Lord? Steve, have you seen the Lord? And, you know, he just said no every time I asked him. And he really wouldn't speak to, he couldn't really speak. He could, yes or no, nod his head, maybe, you know. Yeah. Around 6 o'clock Thursday afternoon, uh, evening, I was up to him. I said, Steve, um, have you seen the Lord yet? And he just kind of opened his eyes. He smiled. He said yes. Wow. Yeah. That, and, that would be an amazing moment. Yeah. And, you know, it strengthened my faith. Yeah. And um, everybody, his kids, his wife, his brother, his mom, they were just, they started crying. And I know it was sad. I think it was, I think it was cries of joy. There's comfort there. There's comfort there. Yeah. And then he died Friday the next day. Wow, God rest his soul. Yeah. And um, today's his birthday, you know. And, happy um, birthday, Steve. Happy birthday, Steve Pray in heaven. And family, man. Yeah. And I t- text his family and I say, you know what? Listen, I know it's a sad day, but just imagine Steve. He's got a birthday cake with Jesus all the saints and angels and they're angelically singing happy birthday you know just what and they all yeah. like jeff thank you for the vision you know like because it was just um, oh it's tough yeah but, and, but and again, again uh it's like saint augustine said i know that's not evil 
But it's suffering. It's suffering. But the Lord brought something good out of it. Absolutely. He made his family stronger in faith. He made my faith stronger. And um, just well, a good man. You know, one of the things, and this is a you know, this is a podcast that a lot of people listen to, but we we you know, we talk Avengers, we talk sure. sports. It's it's a men's podcast, right? It's our men's group that really kind of created this thing. So, you know, I, what do what do we Jeff, what are we doing as men you know, that has a hard time? Is it our pride? Is it our ego? Is it what is it where I think men have a harder time letting go, like completely giving up to somebody like Jesus, letting somebody in our faith? You know, what is it about us men that does that? It's just, uh, you know, that's how we're hardwired, right? God, and even in the beginning, God created man. He gave him charge of everything. Yeah. Go name the animals, name yeah. the beast. You know, he just gave him charge of everything. Now, again, we don't want to mix that kind of control with what men think. Oh, we're in control yeah, of yeah. our women. No, that's not. That's a, that's a distortion. That's a totally different. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's the world control, which that's not what we're talking about, right? Yeah. But you know, we're just we always want to be in charge. Mm-hmm. Okay, when we're not in charge, in control. In control, you know, we we, we, don't, we go that- crazy, we go wacko. And I always give the example of the tandem bicycle. Mm. You know, the two-seater yeah. bicycle, right? Yeah. You know, when you if me and you rode it... That would be a good scene, right? man. Right, first of all... It, it, those would be some flat tires. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but first of all, who, who would be steering? <laughs> oh, I don't even want to begin to think... Right. I, first, we would, we would, if any hill of any size, we're done. <laughs> Just say. Look, so the point is in this, is the guy that sits in the back, he's got no control of the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been on one of those. I have, yeah. So, solid, so yeah. If, you, if you try, if the guy in the front's turning, yeah. you want to go the other way, the, 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 it's, the steering wheel is not turning, yeah, right? Yeah. So I want you to, pick, well, I want even our listeners to picture that Jesus is in that front seat of the tandem bicycle. Mm. You're in the back. It's so true. Right? So you, true. you have no control of the steering wheel. You can fight it. You can, I don't yeah. care which way you turn. Yeah. <laughs> And you can do all kind of moves on that bike. You can even do front and back flips and yeah. land back on the seat. Jesus is going to turn the pedal, the steering wheel the way he wants. Yeah. That's how men should let go of their lives to Christ because he's not going to steer you in the wrong direction. He's not. And the- he might take you on a, <clears throat> a little path. That, oh, I've never been on this yeah. road. Yeah. But that road is going to take you somewhere where it's just going to be opened up for you and and. He's in control, man. It's so true. And there's such a peace to it. When you realize, I don't got to worry about this. Yeah. Right? That doesn't mean I get to sit around and, and just wait for God to take care of everyone. No, I got to work. Yeah. Right? I have to. You got to do I, your part. I got to do my part. I got to let him in. But that anxiety and that stress and that unknown, when you give that up to God, you're like, I don't know where this is going. I don't know where you're turning that steering wheel. But you're, yeah. you're better at this than I am. Yeah, for sure. Go for it. You know, I look Amen. at my kids. Anybody out there with kids, you look at your, I look at my two-year-old, my four-year-old, my five-year-old. I go down the seven-year-old, line. Seven-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, ten-year-old. Man, I go, man. I, if I could, if, listen, I know we're, we're Catholic. We don't believe in reincarnation. But if we did and I could come back, I would want to be one of my kids. <laughs> they have, dude, they have the greatest life. Yeah. They, you look at them, they're so innocent. They don't worry about nothing. I mean, the stuff they worry about is like, I oh, wear the scissors. Like, they lose yeah. their minds and they get by the scissors. And I just, man, I wish just to have the innocence of a child. But what is it? What is it? What do they really have? They've got, they don't have to worry because they know we're going to take care of everything. Yeah. They don't, oh, you guys got this. You're the parents, you're the grown ups. I'm just going to go That's be right. a kid and enjoy. St. Teresa of Lisieux said, we have to become like children. Yes. What do children do? They put their trust in their parents. Yes. So, us as children need to put our trust in our father. In God. In, in our, our father. father. Yes. Amen, Amen to that. Man. Amen to that, man. Jeff. This I has been actually, but I missed you. I did. It's been a great podcast. Man. I know. I, I, Listen, I, I, well, we're going to see each other in three weeks. By then, I'll be so sick of you. And then the audience. <laughs> well, we're coming over next week. I, 
Oh, that's true. Oh, I'm going to double stick at you. <laughs> yeah. The audience, you guys will be, don't worry, we'll be back to old rare form where we can't stand each other. We fight the entire time like a couple of old men in the balcony in the Sesame Street uh. movie. But um, it's so, you know, we're up at time here, but any, any final words, any final thoughts? Yeah. You know, we're, we're created for love. We're oh, created yeah. for communion and we are the image of the Trinity, the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit is created for communion. So my brothers and sisters, you know what? Hug somebody, call somebody, you know what? Shake somebody's hand because we are created for communion and not for isolation. Amen. Amen. And you stop, you know, anybody out there right now, if you're struggling with something, you're anxious about something, you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, you're worried. I want you to think about that thing right now. And this is your moment to let go. Yeah. Give it to God. Yeah. Put it at the foot of the cross. Tell him, You've got this. Trust in them. Open the door. And then watch what happens. Yeah. And if it ends up bad, call me. All right? I'll, 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 I'll apologize on behalf of Jesus, but yeah. I don't think I'm going to have to yeah. do that. You can call Pilar and he'll give you my number. That's his <laughs> easy way out. <laughs> for, for my call, all my calls will go to Jeff Sob. Well, guys, thank you for listening to our episode of this uh, Catholic Avengers Men's Podcast. Please don't forget to like subscribe you can find us apple Podcasts, google play cloud or google play soundcloud please we're yeah. trying to get this on youtube soon we were yes. talking about yeah uh, we're highly unorganized and don't know what yeah. we're doing but there are people behind the scenes thank you omar. And, um, you thank you omar yeah yeah and um is there any way people can get a hold of us we do have do we have an email uh yeah genesis 49's men's group genesis 49 men's group at gmail.com okay great so if you want any any suggestions or you know any uh thing you think we can improve it anything bad um, to say about let us know yeah (laughs) any topics you want us to talk about please feel free to email us and i'm sure pretty soon we'll hopefully get up maybe a facebook page and an instagram page so we can you know uh, be able to dialogue with everybody it's just our wives listening nobody listens to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) with that Thank you, guys. And don't forget, you are... My brother's keeper. Amen. We'll see you next time. Amen. You've been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and our programs, visit us at ecrc.us.